0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Education for Sustainable Democracy. I'm your host, Brett Levy. As I release this episode, the horrific mass shootings in Uvalde and Buffalo are weighing on me and on all of us. And if you'd like to get involved in addressing gun violence or giving your students a way to do so, I encourage you to check out March for Our Lives, the organization founded by survivors of the mass shooting in Parkland, Florida in 2018. The group is planning demonstrations across the nation for this June 11th. You can learn more about all the good work they're doing and how you can get involved by visiting marchforourlives.com. That's marchforourlives.com. I'll put that link in the show notes, as well as links to resources on how to teach in the wake of this type of violence. On this episode, in honor of LGBTQ Pride Month, You'll hear about a middle school teacher who has for many years been open with his students about his own identity as a gay man. Mark Lewis, a veteran middle school teacher in Massachusetts, was featured on an earlier episode this year discussing how he creates a welcoming environment for LGBTQ youth. But today you'll hear him talk about a more personal issue, how he chose to be authentic with his students about his sexual orientation way back in the year 2000 when it was much less common to do so and thank you all for listening. To support this show, please subscribe and share an episode with a friend. Also, Education for Sustainable Democracy now has a YouTube channel featuring videos of several of the show's interviews. Please check out the link to the channel in the show notes and click subscribe to get updates about new videos. Your support really helps. Thank you so much. And now here's my conversation with Mark Lewis. Mark, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. So, when you first started teaching in 1999, did you come out as openly gay or did you wait until you were a little bit more experienced as a teacher before you decided to do that?
1: It's a great question. I did not begin teaching as an openly gay person, and I made the the conscious decision at the time that I wanted to wait especially as it was my my first teaching job that I didn't have professional status, that I could be be let go without cause, um, knowing that, to my knowledge, there were no other openly LGBTQ plus educators in, in the district. I, I didn't want to be the gay teacher. I wanted to be Mr. Lewis, who happened to be gay. And mm-hmm. so it was important to me to establish a good reputation for myself first Mm -hmm. so that my sexual identity wouldn't define me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I came to change my thinking on that towards the end of my first year teaching. And I remember incredibly clearly that I was talking about, I believe it was a a safe zone sticker. I think it might've been the first time that I had acquired a safe zone sticker and put one up in, in my classroom and talked about what it meant. And I had a student who raised her hand and said, so is this your way of telling us that you are one, which is how Mm -hmm. she, how she phrased it. Mm -hmm. And, and it was a question that I had thought about many, many times and one that I was, very much prepared for and i you know parried it and i basically said you know this isn't about me this isn't about any individual it is about the 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 culture of our classroom community mm-hmm. and and i and i thought okay that was the right answer it came off just like i had planned it i got some nodding mm-hmm. good for me and then as i was driving home it hit me that in this moment there was a student who was questioning my sexual identity, who was wondering if I were gay. And the message that I gave her and the rest of the class in that response was that it was not something that I could talk about, that it was something that I needed to hide, that there was some shame in not responding to that question authentically. And it made me realize that not only was my presence as a closeted teacher in the classroom. Not doing the beneficial work that I believed that my eventually being out could allow me to do, but that I was in fact making things worse for students who they themselves believed that they needed to stay closeted. And my not answering that question honestly reinforced that. And so in that moment, I realized that um, I could no longer respond to that kind of a question I could no longer if if faced with an experience in which it would be a, an organic extension of the conversation that we were having to 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 share that and you know it was it was not very long after that that I was teaching a, a lesson of lessons about about racism and about some of the origins of of racism. And we were looking at associations that people make with color. So looking at historically long before people from Europe knew of darker-skinned people in Africa that there were very positive associations with the the color white and some very negative associations with the color black. And so before introducing that with white and black, I did an activity with my students where I shared different colors with them and asked them to write down what immediately came to mind when they thought of, of certain colors. And so I showed the color red, and people wrote love, people wrote fire truck, people wrote... Anger. I showed the color green. People wrote money. People wrote greed. I showed the color purple. And in my mind, the only association that I had predicted would be made with that was royalty. I thought that perhaps there was something from their previous educational experience that associated royalty with it. And instead, I had somebody who... Um, in sharing out very very quietly very meekly said oh the gay color and i said what do you mean by by that i just didn't understand what what that what that meant and he said well you know it's just a, a color that you know i associate with with being gay and then i heard around the room several other people say oh yeah i thought that too i thought that too i thought that too And I said, how many of you wrote that down? And no one else raised their hands. And I said, okay, maybe my directions weren't clear because I had asked you to write down whatever initially came to mind without editing yourself. Because I wanted this to be what your first reaction and association was with these colors. If so many of you associated the color purple with with being gay, why didn't um, more of you write it down? and people started to to share well it's just not something that i thought was appropriate to mention at school i didn't think it was a word that that we could use at school it's just not something that that you know i'm comfortable talking about and when someone you know mentions a feeling of discomfort i think we as educators need to Explore that. I think we need to be able to, to 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 find out what the source of that discomfort was, because it's it's not something that we a place we want to leave our students in. And a student said, "Well, you know, we just don't know any gay people." And mm-hmm. at that moment, mm-hmm. I I realized I didn't have a choice that that mm-hmm. I I had to in that moment say, mm-hmm. you know, I think we all know many more gay people than we realize. We just might not know. That they're gay, and I said, I know all of you know at least you know w- at least one gay person, and I shared you know that 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 <laughs> that, that, that I was gay mm-hmm. um and so you know that was the 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 first time that i that I came out and i had i I' had I'd gone to my assistant superintendent after school that day because I didn't know what to expect I didn't know what was going to come i didn't i mean this was 2000 right? i didn't know what letters were going to come in what emails what phone calls it, it, as far as i knew there's nothing like this had happened here before but mm-hmm. he is someone with whom i he, he knew that i was gay we had talked about about my being gay and talked about following the the conversation i had previously with with the student where i i didn't respond authentically i told him i told my principal that the next time something similar happened, I would need to be able to respond honestly. And he, we talked about it. And then the next morning, he met me at the door to my classroom before I got there and said, you know what? I think it's really important that you tell all the rest of your classes today that you're gay because you wouldn't want four of your five classes to think that the other class was special and you shared something with them that you didn't share with the rest of them, because then that would make it seem like more of a, of a big deal, right? So, so I I got lucky in right. that I I had administrators and people who got it, not all of them, and not at all times. That particular one did, but I think I also knew that, which is why I I, I picked that person as the person who I was going to to bring along this process with me. So, I guess the very long winded answer to your simple question was no, I was not out when I first started teaching, but very soon thereafter realized that for me and different people have different experiences and are in different environments and different communities and have different lives and realities. So what's right for me might not be right for someone else, but for me, it was the right thing to do in the right time to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. It's really interesting to hear about the steps along the way and how it happened, because it's going to happen differently for everybody and everyone's in a different context. But um, it's – Fascinating to hear about your initial hesitations and then knowing that you had to be authentic and then connecting with the administration on it and then having it come out in that very interesting way of the color. Yeah. You know, what if you hadn't done that activity? That's right. You know, it it would have come out a different way. That's right. But, it was know. it was
1: nothing that was planned. It was nothing that I had thought through. Even when I started asking follow-up questions, never did I think it was gonna lead to to that? Mm-hmm. Because I I, you know, for for the longest time. Believed very strongly that I could do really good and meaningful and important work from inside the closet and that mm-hmm. it was possible that my coming out would lead to my losing my job, which would then prevent mm-hmm. me from doing good work. So I had really convinced myself right. that it was in the long run going to be better for students for me to stay closeted to be able to do good stuff than run the risk of not being able to do anything at all. But as soon, as soon as that moment came where I realized the message that I was giving to a student was a destructive one, I could no longer with any integrity remain inauthentic.
0: That was Mark Lewis who has taught social studies at R.J. Gray Junior High School in Acton, Massachusetts for over 20 years. To hear Mark give many more details about how he creates an inclusive classroom for LGBTQ plus youth, please check out the episode from February of this year. I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes, along with several other links that might interest you. And this is Education for Sustainable Democracy. I'm Brett Levy. To learn more about the show and to check out other episodes, please visit esdpodcast.org. That's esdpodcast.org. To support the show, please subscribe, give us five stars in your podcast app, and share an episode with a friend. And please remember to check out and subscribe to this show's new YouTube channel, which you can also find through a link in the show notes. Thank you so much and have a great day.